Hey everyone, it's Ashley. I just wanted to give you guys a forewarning that we are about to talk about The Last Mrs. Parrish, the book by Liv Constantine, and that this is your spoilers warning. There are going to be spoilers ahead in this podcast. We're going to talk about characters, we're going to talk about the plot, we're going to talk about plot points and surprises. So this is your warning. If you've not read it, please take a minute, stop this podcast, read that book. It's super good, and then listen to the podcast afterwards. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome everyone to this month's episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. And we are here to talk about The Last Mrs. Parish by Liv Constantine. Woohoo! <laughs> so we all love this book. Yes. So good. And we're very excited to talk to you about it. But first, we need to talk about some other items. Mm-hmm. Like yep. next month's book. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it. So we've already decided our book, and I have it pulled up here so I won't mess up the title three times. Um, it is A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss, M-A-A-S. I've heard a lot of really good things about this book. It has like almost 3,000 reviews on Amazon at four and a half stars, which is really good. Yeah, that's, that's good. really high. Um, and so one of our friends um, told us that she's addicted to this series and she loves them. So we are very excited to read it. And it's good because it was kind of already on our list. Yeah. yeah. Super excited to start it. It's very exciting. I love addicting book series. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I feel like I had more to talk about, but I just can't remember. <laughs> um, and let's get talking about this book. Let's do it. Woo-hoo. All right. So Susie recently listened to this on Audible. Yes, I did. And I did not have a chance to reread it. I didn't either. Neither did Alicia. So I told Susie, this is all on her. Just kidding. No. So, <laughs> it was like a week ago. I know. So much has happened. And I made the mistake of listening to another book since then. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. You just like brainwashed it I out. should have left it there. So I remember when I read this book for the first time, because Alicia had already read it and gave it to me. And she was like, you're going to hate this book. <laughs> and that made me want Susie to read it, like we <laughs> talked about last time, because whatever. Yeah. But the main character for part one we have the entire perspective of Amber, who's a very complicated character. She's horrible. She's a straight villain. Yeah, straight villain all the way. And it's really, it's interesting to have a book, like, with no remorse, Mm -hmm. no remorse from the perspective of a villain. Yeah. You know. Who is your, I mean, your voice. It's your, yeah, Yeah. the person you're getting the whole story from. Mm -hmm. She really, she's like our vehicle to the whole world. Right. And so it starts with her by chance, quote unquote, meeting Daphne mm-hmm. at the gym, I believe, correct? Yeah. yeah, correct. And they immediately bond. She had a magazine for, oh, not cystic fibrosis. It was cystic fibrosis. Well, it was, okay. And then that's when Amber starts and on the whole, my fake dead sister. And Which I wanted to point out, we don't know at this point that our sister is dead at the very beginning. I think she immediately, doesn't she pretty immediately say, you mean Daphne or? No, Daphne for sure doesn't know. But she just like, because like our adventure of it is she's just like, girl at a gym and then like has a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not until after that, I think, that we get like her inner dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the, when, when the event is happening, she's fake Amber. She's. Mm -hmm. Is that what you mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And yeah. And then later we realize that this is all a ploy and that she's just a terrible person that lies about 
dead people, not dead people, because they never existed. Yeah. Right, made up people that yeah. she then killed off for a storyline. Right. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I'm moving my chair around. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> anyway, so we really, like, get this perspective of Amber as she starts to worm her way into Daphne's world. Mm-hmm. Because Daphne has a charity event that she's doing to raise money for cystic fibrosis, yes. which her real sister, Julie, real life, Daphne's, yes. Yes, Daphne's real life sister passed away from. Mm-hmm. And now Daphne does charitable work for it. Mm-hmm. And so she's very touched by this chance meeting with Amber and she invites her into her life. Yeah. And like hardcore, real fast. She's in her life. Really fast. Yeah. Like extremely fast, right? Yeah. Well, and Amber definitely comes off as like not like a wounded bird. Like a wounded bird. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't dress well. She is very like drab yeah. looking. And so, like, I don't know. She's like a pet project in a way for Daphne, but yeah. not. You know what I mean? She just comes off like maybe sincere. And well, she must have come off sincere. Yeah. Yeah. But Daphne's such a nice person. Yeah. But because she, she eventually gets her to like work for her um, organization. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Julie Smile mm-hmm. um, organization and everything. That's like really the first meeting. Mm-hmm. Because she, so okay. So outside of the gym. After outside of the gym, so she invites her to this meeting of her of Julie Smile. She goes. She shows up. And she brings like some like cheap bottle of wine or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Daphne's house is like a mansion. You know, like she's extraordinarily well off. And so are all of her super charitable friends that are there yeah. with her on this board. <laughs> and they're all just kind of like, this girl's out of place. Like, they're all very untrustworthy of Amber mm-hmm. uh, because she, like you said, like, she obviously isn't, like, a rich woman like they are, you know? And they're like, why are you here? You know, whatever. We don't, yeah. we think you're trying to swindle Daphne. Right. So in our one friend whose name I can't remember. Meredith. Meredith, yes. You don't like Meredith? Kind of because Oh, she's, I do. I mean... Like, her first, like, conversation's kind of really bitchy, but I think she's trying to just casually, to Daphne, be like, where did you find this person? Yeah. You know, but, you know, She's it comes trying off, to protect Daphne. Yes. Yeah, she's trying to, but it comes off really insulting. Yeah. And Daphne doesn't come from money. Right. What we don't know at this point, but is that's her whole thing. She doesn't come from money, and so she doesn't have any prejudice against Amber for not having money. Right. Correct. Unlike Meredith, and these are the people who, mm-hmm. you know, do. So... Meredith totally made me picture, and I cannot remember her name, the redhead from Desperate Housewives. Oh, I can't think of her name, but that was definitely who I pictured the whole time. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. You yes, see that. but yeah, personality-wise, that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, that was her, I can't remember her name either. That was her personality. And then Barbie? Oh, was that the other Barbie. one? Barbie. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Or Bunny. Bunny. Oh, it was Bunny. It's Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. These names are so silly. Yeah. <laughs> These are really people's names. I yeah. I've met a bunny before. <laughs> yep. It's real life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, Meredith's a completely normal name, but bunny is a funny name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, but, you know, Daphne defends her. If anything, I feel like it makes Daphne more wanting of Amber there. Right. You yes. know, because she's insulted by Meredith for even saying anything about the fact, because she's like, we both have these dead sisters. Right. And she's just like, and where did you meet her? And she's like, at the gym. Yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. You know? like She's yeah. hardcore stuck on that dead sister thing. She's like, she's the only one that can understand me. Right. Thank you for being here, but you don't understand me, Meredith. Yes. Which, I mean, makes sense, given her position, that yeah. these are her friends that are helping her on this project, but right. none of them have the same connection to the charity that she does, obviously. She's the one that started it for her sister. Mm-hmm. You know, so... 
Yeah, so that's kind of like begins, and I don't remember the next thing if it's just like coming to dinner, but either way, you know, it, it really just starts as like a friendship of let's go shopping. And, yeah, and, it, it, and her husband's never there. Yes, her husband is never ever there. He travels for work a lot. He's very important in his company. Is he the yeah. CEO? I think he's, I think so. I think he might be, yeah, the CEO. If not, he's very close to that type of position in the company. Yeah. And so he's very well off and he travels all the time. Yeah. And so at the beginning, you know, Amber is just waiting. And I didn't, I couldn't figure out at first what her motivation was. Like, what is she trying to get out of Daphne? Is, does she just want to rob her, you know, or does she want to kill her? Like, I didn't know what she wanted. Right. And then it becomes apparent that she wants her man. Right. <laughs> it just seems, this is one of the things, and again, it, I'm not mad at it because I think stuff like this for plots like this all the time but it's mm-hmm. like there has to be an easier way like, <laughs> there has to be some rich well and she even she mentioned it with like bunny's husband like i feel like that would have been an easier mark like you got rid of bunny well we didn't talk about this but okay. bunny is out of the picture pretty quickly and it's like well her husband's loaded just go for him and then she's like well he's old and ugly right she wanted it all like, okay yeah she wants it all she just want an old guy that she's gonna wait up to die off be <laughs> other ways to go about this than ruining someone's life but she doesn't give a shit about no. ruining someone's life and she hates death yeah That's- which i don't yeah. Well, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, I was that was the weirdest part to me. It's because Daphne's being so she's nice so to her. She's buying her shit that she yeah. cannot afford. Right. You know, and not like not in a showy way or anything, but just like in a very like I have way too much way. You know right. what I mean? Like, exactly. She's very kind to her. And I feel like at the beginning it is a genuine friendship from Daphne's perspective. Mm-hmm. And from what Amber's putting out there is it is too. But then we get this inner dialogue of Amber. And she's like, this stupid rich bitch, blah, 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 blah. She doesn't even appreciate what she has. I know. And it's just like, are you, like, just the level of, like, hatred and ungratefulness for someone being kind to and you. And short-sightedness. Yes. We'll talk about this later, but I feel like if she was a decent person, she would have realized something was going on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we don't even get that from her perspective because that's not what she sees. She only sees what she wants to see. She sees a really pretty blonde woman right. with, like, mm-hmm. A handsome, rich man, like, yeah. living the perfect life mm-hmm. and having everything and just being yeah. really jealous of her, I guess. Yeah, and hateful. And hateful so and wanting to take it from her. Yeah. And, like, there are moments, and this is, like, throughout the book, where you do get, like, it's like her blinders come off for, like, a second. And you, it's almost like whatever small bit of conscience Amber has, like, rears its head. Yeah. And is, like, maybe she is kind, you know? But yeah. then it's, like, but then immediately it's, like snap like yeah but she doesn't deserve what she has you know what i mean like, yeah and really once you figure out that her motivation is to like replace her mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean obviously that makes sense because you don't actually want to be friends with the person whose man you're trying to steal no um, that'd be bad that would be that makes it harder i imagine but so i think the first like when her husband comes home um amber just meets him and it's just kind of casual like whatever you know and then leaves or and whatever and i doesn't he invite she invites them out on a boat trip on the boat M- much later much she's later. already working yes. for him later. yeah okay sorry so i think the first time she actually meets him is when they are on a shopping trip with the girls and she's like bonding with the older one who likes to read and she takes her to barnes and nobles i don't remember her name but anyway they in the midst of this like daphne runs in and she's like oh he he's here he's downtown we gotta go meet him now and she's like 
okay. Yeah. Why do we have to jump for him? Whatever. This yeah. could be an indicator. Yeah. <laughs> See, again, if she paid attention to anything but herself, she would have noticed. But, mm-hmm. and then that's when they meet and he's kind of like, he's real cold at first. Like, yeah. I mean, he can play nice. He knows how to play nice. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't come off as a complete dick, but he's just like, Okay, hi. It comes off very, like, uninterested. Like, who are you? Yeah. All right, nice to meet you, random friend of Daphne's that I don't know in our social circles. And even later, when they do hang out more, he'll he'll still kind of be like, okay, why are you? I don't know. It's... I felt weird. like he's, like, really dismissive of Daphne. Yeah. Not Daphne. Right. Of Amber. Amber. Yeah. yeah. For Which, but especially no. at this point, though, she's not attractive at all. She's right. very, like, drab. And so I think he's just, like, even more, like, who are you? Like, did yeah. you come off the street somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she did that by design, so Daphne wasn't Threatened. worried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, she meets him, and she's like, well, that could have gone better. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, but yes, so I think at this point she just keeps hanging out with Daphne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, I don't think I'm jumping the gun at this point, she, um, about her job. Yeah. So, well, actually, before I get to that, I want to talk about her friend. Mm-hmm. So, her friend, friend in parentheses, mm-hmm. that works there yes. and seems real sweet. And she's always making fun of her because, huh, she's the fat girl. And the whole time I'm like, I fucking hate you <laughs> because she's, like, describing me. And then she is friends with one of the old babysitters, nannies, and they sit down and they eat, which would be weird to me. Like, if you're like, hey, yeah. you're my best friend, Ashley, and you used to be a babysitter five years ago for this one specific family. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come meet my work friend. Like, that's weird. Right. But she was fine with it. That was weird. She was, like, excited to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So then she got lots of good details. Like, her mom was going to move here but didn't. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was some weird possibly postpartum depression. Possibly she's going to kill the baby when her firstborn was born. and that. So she finds out a lot of dirt at that dinner. Um, I just kept thinking, like, didn't this woman sign it like a non-disclosure agreement? Or you something? would think so, especially <laughs> with him. Probably you would did. Really think but... so. Um, <laughs> That's what I kept thinking. I was like, you need to stop spilling this tea right now. Yeah, and she was so like not worried about it. I don't know. Um, and then yeah, you're right. Was Christmas next? Um, yeah, I don't think. I think Christmas happened before she started oh, working. I think so. Is that before she started working? There? I think yes. so. Yeah. Okay. Like and she was slowly starting to improve herself and everything but yeah she bought Daphne one of those like glass or crystal crystal turtles um so she got her two gifts yes Mm -hmm. the first one was real sweet it was oh was it matching bracelets or necklaces I think it was bracelets for their sisters for their sisters yes Mm -hmm. so that was real sweet and then she brought out something else and it was like one Alicia those, said. Yes, one of the uh, crystal sea turtles because she noticed they were all around the house, different yeah. colors, and so she figured she had an interest in them and bought her one. Yes, and but then she, she accidentally dropped it. Well, she, she dropped like, a different Daffy. one. She screamed? I, I don't she, think she screamed. Or guessed or something when she opened if it. If she did, Amber clear, Amber didn't notice it at this point. Okay. Because I, literally all that it said was... And then she dropped it, and then I think Jackson picked it up and said, isn't this a thoughtful gift? Yes. Okay. Because at that point, 
again, this comes to the whole blinders. Because yeah. <laughs> later when you realize what's going on, it's like, I'm sure something else. Like, I'm sure she should have noticed. Yeah. Hasn't she also reaction. stayed the night at this point, too? Like, I felt like one night she came over and had too much wine and mm-hmm. Daphne let yes. her stay the night in a guest room. Like, she's, like, slowly working her way into where, like, she's becoming a regular, like, in, in like, getting regular invitations to, yeah. like, you know, Christmas and, like, yeah birthdays and just different like oh come over and have dinner with us and have a glass of wine and things like that oh and i will say something here so she's also which i always say this isn't like casual she gets invited to family christmas and that's like weird that's weird that's That's really weird it is Um, weird to me but i also have met people that have invited people they don't know very well to a family event because they're like oh they don't have anyone sure maybe like extended family like a big like big family event yeah. where there's like 20 people or something but true i don't know it was jackson also thought it was weird and she got jackson a really thoughtful gift that he really appreciated i believe it was the book it was a book about some very yeah. random thing that he was interested in yeah. oh yeah and he was like that's i feel like that's the first time he actually notices her not like notices her in a sexual way mm-hmm. but like acknowledges her kind of as a human yeah mm-hmm. um or someone with value yeah. Because she gets him a gift that he's actually interested in. Right. And I don't think that he feels that Daphne has interest in him mm-hmm. in the same type of way, which we'll get into that more later. Right. Um, but I will say, like, she is, Daphne, Amber is really good with, like, certain things. Like, she takes over for Julie's smile with that event. And I don't remember if the event's before Christmas or not. It's before Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, I don't remember. Well, something she did it on wrong. purpose. Right. Be, well, because Bunny, so mm-hmm. she took pictures of Bunny and her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then all we all we hear is the next day Daphne saying, "Oh no, Bunny left town because of her, her uncle's sick or something," and clearly she had let the the photos be leaked to her husband. So Amber got to the meeting early so she could talk to her and have private time, or not private time, but you know, alone time. Mm-hmm. And then she put her stuff down right next to her to make sure she would be sitting there. Actually, maybe that was even earlier. But in that early time before everyone got there, she insinuated herself like, oh, I would I would love to do this, but you probably won't want me because I'm so new. And then it snowballed and she's like, okay, yeah, you're the vice chair or whatever. So then she was in charge of the silent auction. Yeah. Which is a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And she, yeah. like, knocks it out of the park. Like, yeah. I found her skill actually very interesting. That Same pissed hair. me off the most okay. about her. Okay. Because she has skill. She's she knows smart. how to work. She's clearly good at her job. Oh, clearly. And that pissed me off so much more than everything else. It's like, you know how to be a human. Like, right. be a fucking human. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I Hitting things probably doesn't work on the podcast. But <laughs> it... The fact that she did great at everything just pissed me off. Like I feel the same way because I felt like she, from her story that we learn, I mean, she never went to college, but clearly mm-hmm. she's good at like utilizing the library and, get, and educating herself. And yeah. she's not bad looking. Like she clearly, if she wanted to commit the time, mm-hmm. she could have put herself through school, right. gotten a respectable career yeah. of whatever her choosing because she's smart. Right. And like actually found probably a, a pretty rich dude maybe not like a bazillionaire right. but like a really rich dude that like right. and like made a name for herself and then i don't know have some kids and maybe not work if that's really she really wanted i don't know yeah but she just chooses to be like malicious and terrible greedy person. well okay i'm gonna bring up like the kind of like whatever guy sloppy mm. guy mm-hmm. that that daphne sets her up with so daphne oh, yeah 
sets her up with someone. And this is probably after Christmas. I really don't remember. Uh, but I think it's while she's it's still working. After the event. Yeah, I think it's while she's still working at her job because he has to like pick her up from her job or something. Um, either way, it's like a it's like a rich guy who's just dumb. It's like a, I mean that's that's the mark right there. A yes. young rich guy that's just dumb and seems to care about you genuinely. Right. You know, and doesn't care that you're poor and that you live in some dumpy apartment because yeah. he like picked her up from her apartment or something, so mm-hmm. he knew like where she lived, and he was not affected at all by it. You know, so yeah. she starts. So Amber obviously can't. I mean, she could just be like, I don't like him, but she doesn't want to do that because she wants to use this guy mm-hmm. uh, to her advantage. Yeah. So she keeps like going on dates with him and he's taking her to like nice restaurants and all over town Mm -hmm. and you know she reports back to Daphne and and their girl time over wine and stuff and that's all fun yeah and that also gets Daphne to kind of open up about her marriage because it's Mm -hmm. like a real like juxtaposition (laughs) big words while drinking um (laughs) from Daphne's like married life you know like listening to someone single talk about like their new love dating is very exciting yeah um and so you know and it's really working to our advantage. But, like, that pissed me off, too, because you, I mean, if your whole thing just is just, just to find a guy that's rich and has money, yeah. hi, that's that's a guy who's very rich and has money. Yeah, and he was super into her. He was super into her. He's nice. He's your age. Yeah. Like, he's not hideous. He's not bad looking know? from yeah. the description. Yeah. yeah. He's not like a cyclops. Like, you could just, you just date that guy still. And she's yeah. just like, this guy is so stupid. I hate this guy so much. Oh, he's so gross. Why does he think I'd want to be with him? And I'm like, I don't know, because you're a person and he's rich. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And you're it's making him believe it. that you like him, too. And you're playing with You're him. leading him on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I feel bad because, I mean, she is just leading him on. Um, and she's just, like, keeps, like, they don't ever have, like, a physical relationship because... She blows him a couple times. Okay, so I guess that is physical. But Once it's past, to like, keep him from physical. not having sex. No and sex. she Oh, and she tells him because she has some sort of infection. <laughs> she says it's it. something. She the, uh, the first time she says something. Well, the first time she said it's because she's getting over a boyfriend. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then she said it, it comes back later that I don't remember what she said. She's waiting for a doctor oh, okay. to give her the go ahead. Which is weird. Something, but, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she like, keeps like t- telling tall tales to like keep this guy out of Put distance. him off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing yeah. if someone was like, I have an infection. I'd be like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's good. All right, bye. <laughs> you need prescriptions for that? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank this you. was cute. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Is it transmittable by saliva? Anyway, so so anyway, so that's very interesting. So then yeah. let's just get to after Christmas with the job stuff. Yeah. Because this is really where I feel like it starts to heat up. Yeah. Because she has this good job. Yeah. And with this guy who is a creep. Isn't that guy a creep? Is no. He, no, he's not a creep. He's, he's just not like, at all. She says he's a creep. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, she says he tried to rape her, basically. Right. That's her lie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So she shows up to Daphne's house for, it might have been for a meeting or something. I don't remember why she's there. But she's all sad and mopey and she's gets her to tell her. and She tries to pretend like it's a hard thing to talk about. But so she's, I don't know if she actually says he did try to rape her but it was definitely like sexual assault assault yeah Yeah. and um so then of course that makes Daphne on her side yes and Daphne wants to press charges yeah like she's like we need to go to the cops yeah we need to get this guy put away you know Mm -hmm. like she's like the responsible friend person that's like 
you like I have money and power. You can't do this to my friend. Right. Yeah. Very defensive. Right. Um, as you would be. As you mm-hmm. should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Personally. Normal mm-hmm. person would react this way. Yeah. Um, but Amber's like, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. I just, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, and so nothing comes of that. And Amber has just like quit her job on her own. It's like the real story. Yes. Is she just quit her job? Yes. Because this is now kind of moving into phase two of her plan, mm-hmm. which is when Daphne is like, you know, I'll get you a job at Jackson's company. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Who wants to talk from here? Because this is, it gets. I feel like I've been talking a lot. So. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> So she kind of gets to be like the, um, oh, his receptionist is like assistant, kind of. It's like a temporary job yeah. position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, organizing this, filing this, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the assistant is like an older lady i don't know she's probably like in her like late 60s maybe is kind of how she's not quite retirement age yeah she's not quite retirement but like she's been doing it for a long time but she's very detailed she's very untrusting Mm -hmm. and all that stuff so of course she's like a total mark for amber she's just like you're in my way because this lady's like who are you again yeah why are you working here yeah um and of course it's like a nicer firm so i'm not mistaken daphne even like Maybe buys her some new clothing or, like, lets her have some of her old clothing or, or she, something. She um, says, hey, let me buy you some new clothes. And Amber, trying to be strategic, is like, oh, no, no, I couldn't let you do that. And then Daphne says one more time, oh, let me do it. And she says, no, I couldn't. And then finally she's like, you can borrow some of mine. And then yes. Amber's like, damn it, I pushed you far. I needed new clothes. She did. She pushed that way too far. That made me laugh. That was hilarious. Good, yeah. Which, I mean, Daphne has good taste in clothing. and Well, it's not her taste. It's not it's, her taste. Anyway. But for... Never mind. It works, but no, for sure. Um, so anyway, so she's already dressing a lot better, and she's been, like, slowly making herself look a little bit nicer and more refined by this point as well, because it is phase two. Yeah. Um, so she starts to, like, try to get intel on this older lady. I can't remember her name. Um, I feel like it's, like, Bafferty or something. It's something, something like yeah. Baffley. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, her goal is to impress Jackson with her skill level mm-hmm. and ultimately take over this other position. Um, which she ends up doing by, like, playing tricks on this lady by, like, moving her stuff. There's more to it than that. And drugging her. And, the, yeah, this is the part that really got to me. Take I, it over. I keep saying that a lot. <laughs> it all got to me. So she basically straight up could have killed this lady. 100%. She's giving her prescription drugs it was a prescription drug that she i don't know how she fed it to her but put her probably her coffee i think her coffee yeah and then yeah she would move stuff she would try to make her think she was crazy like losing her mind yeah and whatever the drug was like kind of aided that Mm -hmm. you know and the, so she basically just keeps drugging this woman forever and like stealing her keys and putting them in the trash can and making her think she's crazy okay but she doesn't know what drug she's on. She doesn't know right. her pre-existing condition. Like, she could have straight up killed that lady. Oh, well, totally and she, she would have been, ba- like, bat an eye over if she did. She would have been okay with it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that gets me is, a little later on, when she's still talking about this, I think, maybe not later on, and she's like, oh, it's fine. I did the good thing because she wants to spend time with her grandkids. I I did the best thing for her. She's so fucking delusional. And it's just, oh my gosh, I hate her so much. But But she eventually got this lady to retire after she's thinking that she's losing her edge and misplacing things. Probably 
having some like Alzheimer's, dementia symptoms, whatever. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine how scary that would be? It'd be terrifying. It's terrifying. 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 Yeah, and also like Oklahoma's like. I imagine I can't imagine what her thought process is later when she starts having these symptoms because she's no longer being yeah. drugged on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gotta be suspicious as hell. But what do I know? We never follow up on that side of things. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy she honestly got out of her way uh, alive. Yeah. alive. Yeah, exactly. Because you're right. We don't know what ex- pre-existing conditions she yeah. had. She didn't seem to care. She's able to justify whatever she has done. Yeah. You know, like yeah. oh, it's a good thing that she that she quit and retired. You right. Know? She didn't need happy. this job. Yeah. You know, I'm helping her. And I'm sure if it had gone the other way, it'd be like, well, she was old. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too bad. Put her out of her misery. She's exactly. 60. Exactly. <laughs> so, she yeah. She probably had possibly 40 years left, so whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, but she ends up taking over that position finally. And that's, like, her real time to shine to, like, impress Jackson. Yeah. And this is when she gets the Red Door makeover, I believe. Which I had to Google what the fuck that was. Oh, Take I it over, the Nash. Yeah, go for oh, it. That's, ba- that's basically it. Uh, so like, this entire time, like, we see her start to dress better. She's actually getting paid a lot now, mm-hmm. or a decent amount. Yeah. Um, and so she can actually afford her own clothes. And she's, like, she goes to, like, the hair place that she noticed. She buys, like, the perfume that Daphne buys or wears. Oh, yeah. Um, and she starts kind of, kind of like, carbon, carbon copying Daphne. Yeah. Look yep. at what she wants, like, a younger, sexier version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What she imagines Daphne was before all the kids and responsibility. Because yeah. Daphne's what, like 38? Daphne's not old, you guys. She, not yeah, old. she's 38 because Amber made a jab at her being in her 40s and she's like, I am 38. Yeah, I thought she was like 38 and I don't yeah. remember how old Amber is. Yeah, she's like, like maybe 24, 25 or something. Yeah, I think at the youngest she could be is like 25 based on like. Oh, what, Amber. Yeah, yeah, what we know about her from before life. True. We'll find it later. Yeah. So either way, she's really not that far off from Daphne. But yeah, so she does this red door makeover and she's dressing better and she's trying to like, you know, definitely make a point to like strut her stuff when she's delivering things to Jackson in the office, like yeah. in more form fitting dresses. Slutty outfits. Yeah. Slutty outfits. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember, I think what really starts to move into everything is um, he has tickets to like one of his opera shows and for whatever reason daphne can't make it because like the kid's sick mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah um, i think it's she calls him like it's like Othello or something like that and he's just it was Othello. fellow <laughs> okay, i wasn't wrong and yeah. so um she's like i'm sorry the kids are sick like, i can't leave or whatever and um he ends up being really of course upset about it because he loves going to the opera mm-hmm. so he reluctantly due to daphne's you know opinion like invites you know, uh, Amber to go with him. Yes. And that's kind of what really gets things going. Yes. yes. And it's a very interesting move on Daphne's part. Mm-hmm. Because she's noticed that her so interesting. newfound friends having quite a little makeover mm-hmm. um, and is moving up in the world. And yet she's trusting enough that she's like, she's so trusting. Go to Othello. And I can't remember if that night they stay in the mm-hmm. hotel. I think it is. Or yeah. not. The, hotel, the, apartment. the apartment. And she tries on all of her underwear. Yes. yes. Really weird. So weird. So weird, you guys. <laughs> all things like, to try on. I don't want to try on someone's used underwear. No. When I, and when I was listening to it, um, that's just not what I expected. She's like, and I tried on all of her. I thought she was going to say shoes. Mm-hmm. And then she said underwear. Just like, Okay. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so she spends the night there, 
And then she calls Daphne in the morning and is like, full disclosure, bestie, I stayed in the apartment last night. And she's like, cool. Right. She's like, fine. Great. Good for you. Hope you got a good sleep. Yeah. You know. She borrowed her suit for the next day because they had like a big meeting. I think it was like a a red suit as well. Like a very, you know. Fancy suit. Very fancy suit. So so now this kind of becomes more frequent. Um, And I think this is when she goes on the boat, right? Yeah, somewhere around here. So she starts going on the boat with them. And it's kind of getting flirty between her and Jackson now. Mm-hmm. And I think she wears, doesn't she wear, like, some super revealing suit or whatever? Yeah. Yes. That she's like, Daphne can't wear this kind of suit anymore after the babies. Yeah. But I can wear it. You know? And, she's and like, she does keep making little jabs, like, the night of the show that they went to. He was like, oh, you know, yeah, you can borrow something of hers. And she's like... Well, they might fit. I'm I'm like a size or two smaller than her. Like she mm-hmm. keeps getting in little jabs, but saying it in a way that it doesn't sound like a jab. Because yeah. you know, women are bitchy, I guess. Women are bitchy. <laughs> yeah, candy bitches. Just being a candy bitch. Yeah. So yeah. So and so it's like their their relationship's kind of heating up. And somewhere along this, Daphne's like, you know what? Fuck it, Amber. You can just use the apartment mm-hmm. whenever you want. Yeah. Right. Like here's a key to our mm-hmm. fancy swanky. Yeah millions of dollars apartment with all my stuff in it yeah you can just stay there if you're working late with jackson and it's fine or if you guys want to go to a play like there's more plays or something like don't they go to like some other event it's It's her the boy her boyfriend takes her to fiddler on the roof because he's obsessed with it for some reason right (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah she's like just feel free to use the, the apartment it's totally cool um which leads to the big night yeah I don't remember. Uh, other stuff happened, but I don't know that it's important. It's just more the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, they go to the cabin, but again, the only thing that's important about the cabin is it's close to where her mom lives. Mm-hmm. And Amber's like, why don't we go see your mom? And Am- and Daphne has to make up something like, it's it's really far away, but it's only like an hour away. Yeah. Again, that's weird, mm-hmm. but Amber doesn't care because yeah. she's like, whatever. Yeah, Amber doesn't care, and she just kind of like uses it. Like, she thinks that... She, like, puts it against Daphne yeah. again. It's like, she's so selfish. She doesn't even want her mother around or something. You know well, what I mean? Well, wasn't there before the big thing where um, there's a kid's birthday party that she's invited to? Mm-hmm. And the mom comes. And the mom does come. Yeah. And yeah. it's tense between it's her and deep. Daphne. Yeah. Because she makes a jab at, about, like, you have all this money, but you're not really a human anymore, and you don't use it right. Mm-hmm. Um... And there was one other thing that happened before the night where they do stuff, but now I can't remember what it is, so. <laughs> hmm. Well, if you think of it, please think yeah. something. Go ahead. Just pop on in. So the big night, I think, is interesting because it's not actually something that Amber planned. Like, right. so, I mean, she eventually was planning it, but she was just kind of staying in the apartment yeah. just because she is. Like, she's staying there almost every night now, mm-hmm. you Pretty know? Much. It sorry, but no, this good. is kind of important. When Meredith comes over and says, "Hey Daphne, I got the background check back on Amber." Yes. Um, just super quick, and then she's like, "Oh hey, this person doesn't exist." Oh no, she's missing. Mm-hmm. Amber, whatever, whatever her name is, is missing. And then they confront her. So she's like, "Yeah, I had to change my name because my dad is coming after me." That kind of thing. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, thank you, because I totally forgot about Meredith doing her background check, which yeah, I did Meredith not, is a, but I did forget to bring it up, so. She's yeah. a good friend. Yes. So, um, back to the night. 
Amber is just like laying around in lingerie, if I if I'm correct. She's in a robe, but I don't know that she has much on under the robe. Yeah, I think she's just wearing like Daphne's lingerie in a robe, and she's like watching TV or drinking wine or whatever. (laughs) So Amber is just lying around in lingerie in a robe, (laughs) and Jackson unexpectedly pops into the apartment. Yeah, because he owns it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know that she's staying there really either. Definitely never told him. Yeah, he's very surprised when he walks in and there's anyone in his apartment, mm-hmm. let alone a half-dressed Amber. Right. You know, and so um, she's like, "I'm so sorry. I'll go home. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, this is inappropriate. I feel really badly. You didn't know I was here." And he's just like, "You know what? I'm tired. It's late." You've stayed here before with me. Mm-hmm. Like, this has already been established that this is acceptable behavior. Right. Right? And so he's like, it's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember how she, but she instigates some sexual So things. she has a conversation with him about stuff that Daphne said to her, which never actually happened, most of the stuff. Yeah, it's um, fabricated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about how she gets happy every time she has her period because she doesn't want to have a baby which is probably actually accurate but she but she, not something she ever said yeah, yeah she plays that up and she she says something else about the relationship like maybe she doesn't desire him anymore or he's not like the best he, she's ever had or sometimes like false things yeah stuff that when you read later what's really happening is like oh my gosh that's gonna make it so much worse for her which yes. i mean yes. anyway um so, yeah, it's just a whole conversation about, like, and the way she says it is real comforting. I'm here for you. I want the best for you no matter what. I'm here for you. I'm what, yours. And then basically. Yeah, like, whatever you them. need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah she, yeah, she basically is, like, straddling them. She's like, yeah. whatever you need to use me for. Yeah. I'm here for you yeah. because I understand you. Yeah. And it doesn't need to change anything between you and Daphne or whatever. Yeah. She's basically like, you can just fuck me whenever you want. Yeah. And no strings attached. It's all mm-hmm. no big deal. Yeah. And so he eventually is like, oh, because Daphne had told her that he cheated on her once. Yes. Okay. forgot about that. It was yeah. over wine. Daphne showed up. Daphne's looking different now at this part of the book, too. Mm-hmm. She's not put together anymore. Mm-hmm. She's not always wearing makeup. Right. Or if she is wearing makeup, it's kind of smeared and her hair is disheveled. Mm-hmm. She's putting on weight. Mm-hmm. You know, Daphne is obviously kind of being a bit of a mess. Like she's going through some stuff. Yeah. Which Amber is just loving. This is all in yeah. Amber's favor. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. And so she, and that was definitely part of what she told Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. I know things are different now or whatever, yeah. you know? And so, yeah. So he, so she, Amber thinks that she definitely has an end because once a cheater, always a cheater. Right. Mm-hmm. And that gives her like the biggest ray of hope. You know, he's, yeah. she's like, he cheated on her once before. It's no big thing. Mm-hmm. And so it works. Ta-da. And then they start fucking on the regular. Like everywhere. Every, all over. All the, all the places and all the things. Yeah. Even in the kids' rooms. Yes. Yeah. Real gross. gross. So gross. Super gross. So, um, yeah. So she, it's really like on now. And this is really working in her favor. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, do we find out about this before, before the part two of the book? I believe so, yes. Okay. Because they go, are they in Paris? And I, I don't know that they Paris is that important. Um, other than, like, it's supposed to be a work trip, and basically they're just fucking the whole time. Yeah, and like, he brought clothes in, for her yeah. to wear and all of that. Um, 
Yeah, they even do it, like, when Daphne's putting the kids to sleep, like, downstairs from her. Anyway, um, and then they go back, and I think at this point she's actively trying to get pregnant because at one point Daphne said he really wants a boy and I'm getting older, poor me, my eggs are drying up. Um, except that's, you know, probably not how she said it. Um, so anyway, Amber's trying to get pregnant, and um, I don't – I. I don't remember. Something happens and he's upset. And I can't remember why he's upset. But she, hopefully I'll think of it eventually. Anyway, she gets him, like, I think a little shirt. Does Mm -hmm. she get him a shirt that says, I'm a daddy or something? Like your little boy. Yeah, daddy's little boy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, you would think he would know because he's had two kids. But she probably fudges on the timeline. The, she's like so many weeks along and it's definitely not. Time to figure out when <laughs> what the gender of the baby is, but she like draws like a little penis, penis on it, on it. <laughs> on <the> somehow, <laughs> and then convinces him that it's a boy. Um, and then at that point, I is that when she gives him the ultimatum? I don't remember. I uh, I think so. Like she at least she definitely says, "Well, I want to be with you. I want you to leave your wife." And he's like, "Okay, I'll start the process." But then, like, it takes he doesn't. Yeah. At, like, at all. No. Because I don't think he has any intention of leaving Daphne at no. all. No. I don't think he does. No. I think he'd be more likely to, like, get her an apartment or well, something. Well, that's what he tried to do. Yeah. Because he told her he wanted to do that. And she's like, I'm not going to be your whore. It's like, no, you are. <laughs> yeah. You actually agreed to this. <laughs> yeah. Currently, that's literally what you put on the table. Like, yeah. You can use me for sex whenever you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no, you can't. <laughs> And then, so he doesn't leave her, and then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go have an abortion. Peace out. And then he freaks out and finds her. Well, she calls him. Yeah. And then they go back, and he's like, don't ever do that again. Right, like, you're my property. Yeah. Right, because the thing she's realized, which she is smart, and this also should be a red flag, the only thing he cares about is the son. Yeah, not really her. He doesn't really care about her at all. Yeah. He cares about his son mm-hmm. that he can't have so far with Daphne. Yeah. Um, and so and she has no interest in having another baby, right. which Amber's also told him, mm-hmm. if, even if that's true or not. So, yeah. So after the ultimatum, that's when he's like, I have to break up with Daphne mm-hmm. and just get rid of her as quickly as possible. Yeah. And I think he, he, like, wants to give her, like, a good settlement or whatever. Like, he just wants it to be over quick and easy. Yeah. I mean, she still has two of his other kids. Right. You know? And he's like, we'll just, you know, we'll just get a divorce and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get married real quick. Yeah. And that'll all be fine. Yeah. And that's basically what happens. Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah, her ultimatum was, I need to get married before the baby comes. Right. Or I'm not going to have the baby. Right. Yeah. She's not going to have a baby out of wedlock because yeah. she's, like, super old school suddenly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So she's really got Jackson in the palm of her hands. Mm-hmm. So she thinks. Yeah. Everything's gone according to her plan. Mm-hmm. Her plan is successful. Yes. They get married real quick. He is divorced from the Daphne. Mm-hmm. And miraculously, she has a son. And I'm going to bring this up as one of my points in the book because, like, we knew that when she told him it's a boy, she didn't know. And nope. she was yeah. just praying it was. Mm-hmm. Rolled the dice. Because if she went through all of this and got him to divorce Daphne mm-hmm. and then get married to her and then she has a girl, 
even she knows she's in hot water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But miraculously, she does have a boy. Which, I mean, on one hand, I'm I'm glad for her in a way. Yeah, because he would have... He would have killed her. Like, because I'm scared for her, even though she's a horrible person. Right. Because yes. um, there's been several indicators now that Jackson is not this handsome dreamboat that he seems. Right. You know? She's not picked up on them. <laughs> but, no. But we have, as as the reader. Yeah. And so, miraculously, I guess it's a 50-50 shot, theoretically, but not really. It's a boy. <laughs> and she's, like, super victorious and smug to Daphne. And Daphne's just like, good for you. Yeah. Which is not normally the response you'd get. Right. <laughs> yep. And then we get to part two of the book. Right. Oh, it's part two. It's basically like two, it is two different books. It really is, it is. yeah. And in Audible, it was two different um, narrators too, which I really liked. So I wonder, so I learned this. Um, so Liv Constantine, once again, one of the best pen names ever, um, is two sisters that write together, which mm-hmm. is super cool. Yeah. I wonder if one sister wrote one half and one sister wrote the other half. Oh. I have no idea if that's possible or true. It might be. Probably possible. thinking maybe. Like, obviously, you know the established plot, and then each person writes one part. That's interesting. I have no idea. I kind of hope that's true. I hope it's true now that I've said it, but um, (laughs) I don't know if that's true. So if it's not true, I'm sorry. But either way, it it felt like that. Mm -hmm. It felt that that divided. Like the characters are so profound and profoundly different. Yeah. But now we get Daphne's side and it starts all at the beginning when she meets a handsome Jackson Mm -hmm. and he just sweeps her right off her feet Oh. From her lowly, normal person life with her parents, mm-hmm. where she was, like, successful and, like, doing her own thing, mm-hmm. like a young professional yeah. with a promising career and future. And then her dad gets sick. Yes. And he's there for her throughout everything, and her mom, and he's super taken care of. It's yeah. the thing where you're like, what would I have done without you? Like, yeah. that's where she's at. Like, where would I be? How would I go through all of this without you? Yeah. And he's like, you won't ever have to because I'm here for you forever. Yeah. And I'm perfect in every way. Yeah. You know, and he's rich, but he's not snobby. You know, he's like kind and caring and he cares about her parents. Mm-hmm. He's just everything that she wants. And then they get married. Yes. And her dad dies beforehand, I think. Mm, no, no, I don't no. Her dad, I think, is there at the wedding. Yeah, I think he's so. at the wedding. And they get married and everything is perfect. But her dad is the one that didn't like Jackson. Correct. I think that was because while he was in the hospital, um, Jackson, or maybe it was for Christmas. It was something. But he ended up, like, basically buying a brand new roof for their uh, bread and bed and breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those, like, it wasn't, like, asked. It was just kind of like, here's the gift. And he tried to refuse it. And it was very much like, you can't refuse my gift. And it just kind of rubbed him the wrong way. Like, who are you to say that I need a new roof on this thing? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But, like, this is my establishment. I can take care of it myself. Yeah. You're inserting yourself in someone else's affairs. Right. Um, so I think it kind of made him a little untrustworthy. And then they got engaged super fast. Yeah. And that ring was ginormous. Yeah. Um, so I think it just definitely was one of those, like, it raised a lot of red flags for her dad. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. Yeah. I'd be productive of my daughter as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. who are you? <laughs> Yeah, so he definitely dies before her daughter's born. Yes. Yeah. So it's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know that it's super important until like a little bit after Olivia, no, the oldest one is born. I don't remember her name. Because then that's when the change happens. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's like four or five months postpartum. 
when things kind of snap and i don't remember exactly why well i know a couple small things happened like when they went on their honeymoon to bali yeah um yeah like she was packing her bags and he basically like made a really like snobby comment about like what she was packing what she brought what she brought like he was trying to tell her not to pack that like that's not the right stuff to wear and it really pissed her off and they had like their first like married couple fight that was a country club but was it a country club yeah because the they did have an issue in bali Mm -hmm. because she was like oh we're someplace you've taken a different lover like that was weird Mm. right and then he was he did something at that point too but then they were back at home um, i think it's because she was tired because they had traveled yeah and she just wanted to have like a night in and he wasn't having that. Yeah. He had made plans for them. He had reservations. Like, and they got in a big fight, I think. And I think yeah. he, like, threw her clothes around or whatever and told her to make herself look, like, fucking presentable or something. Yeah. yeah. And she was just like, who is this? Yeah. yeah. And then he was super apologetic. And that was it. Yeah. But it was, like, a flash of, like, who is this real angry person underneath the surface? Right. You know? And then, yeah, it did happen at the country club, like, that was, like, a weekend getaway somewhere, too, I yeah. think, right? And she had, she, it was she packed, he thought, the wrong clothes, and he kept saying, oh, you just don't understand, this place is too nice, and she's like, I've been here before, trying to save face. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, later, he's like, oh, really? Really? When were you here? And then he just went. I don't know, psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not full psycho yet, just... Real jerky, though, and definitely, like, hurt her feelings. Yeah. Right, and, like, dug in. Yeah. So then she has the baby, mm-hmm. and then um, I think it's just that she wasn't losing the baby weight right away. Like, not fast it's enough. It's definitely part of it, because, yeah, because she's, like, four months postpartum, and he's like, why are you not a four, a size four yet? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she was before. No, she wasn't even four months. She was, like, four weeks. Yeah, it was like four weeks. Yeah. It's size, the four gets stuck in my head. And I remember I texted you guys. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> She's only, she just had a baby. Um, yeah. Like, you can't even work out generally that far out after having a baby. You have to be real careful. Like, that's just obscene. Yeah. And so he starts monitoring her, basically, at this point. Yeah. And he's super controlling. And he starts making her do a strict food journal that he reads every night. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's at the point where he'll be like, you look, you know, did you eat bread today or did you eat sugar? Like, you look, like, like flared up or something. You know what I mean? And he's just, like, obsessed with her. And he wants a, a second baby right away mm-hmm. because he wants a boy. Yeah. Like, he's upset that they have a girl. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he blames her for some reason. Yeah. And I never get that. Like, boys shoot out girls or boys. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, he's All a we do is sociopath. Have an, an egg. Well. That's it. I feel like this is like a prevailing thing. Right. You know? And it's like out of our control. Yeah. Hold that mirror up. You know? Yeah. Also out of your control, but still, you know. But so he immediately wants a second child. She doesn't want one. And at this point, he basically just starts raping her. Yeah, because like at one point, I I think it, the specific one incident was when she he was eating a muffin and she went to reach for one and he's like, don't eat that. And she's like stuffs a bunch in her face, and then that night she like wakes up and he has a gun in her face, mm-hmm. and like makes her get dressed in like that corset thing with a mouth guard. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't do that stuff, so I don't know the words for it. <laughs> ball gag, ball gag, and then makes Neither her like I, stay on the floor that. all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then he's basically like making her do all these terrible things, and like 
makes her give him a blowjob right before he, she has to go to, like, important meetings so she knows that she's trash. Trash. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's late to one of the meetings with Amber. Like, they're supposed to just go have drinks one day. And then she's like, she has to stay and give him a blowjob because he's a terrible person. And then she cried, of course, or makes a big mess. And Yeah. But. This is terrible. This is when we also learn the satisfying thing, mm-hmm. which is that she, I don't remember, it was when Meredith yeah. brought the report mm-hmm. when she did the background check, and they show it to Amber, and Daphne still, I feel like was a little bit suspicious, but she still had like the ray of hope Yeah, that this is an explainable situation, mm-hmm. her friend is her friend, her friend would not lie right. about her sister. Right. And, and being molested. And being molested. Like. <laughs> And all this stuff. Like, there's no way that any human's possible of that. No. Except for she's married to Jackson, so she knows it is. Yeah. You know? And so this is when Amber lies, and she can see her lying. And she's like, all right. And this is when Daphne hatches her plan. And Daphne's plan. Because she goes to a, she goes to a private investigator. Yes. To get all this stuff. I want to put out, so we kind of skipped over this. I'm going to circle back. So. She had to be, like, super careful with going to this guy because at one point when Jackson was being super abusive, obviously because he's always abusive, but she was trying to run away with the kids to her mom. Oh, my gosh, we did. He had the cops pull her over, and he pulled all sorts of strings basically saying that she was kidnapping her kid and had her institutionalized for a month and, you know, only released her on good behavior. And so, but he basically held her, had her under them like hardcore. Yes. So once she went to go to his PI, like she had to like, draw, like change clothing, go through all these different steps, like leave her phone at home, all sorts of things, because he was monitoring her every move. Mm-hmm. Like she was taking what French classes, and he knew when she attended and when she skipped classes. He knew when she didn't go to the gym, which he had like five memberships for different things for her, like. He was watching her every move. So she had to be, like, super strategic to go to this PI to even, like, in secret because, you know. Because, like, even. He knew everything. Even, like, the people that work for them are, like, reporting to him. Yeah. All of her friends she really couldn't even trust because they could be reporting to him. She has no idea. She has no clue. And the ones that she can trust, he alienated on purpose. Like, Meredith, that Mm -hmm. one sidebar she that party they were supposed to go to and she wanted to be on time but he made her be late on purpose and then it was because she wore a different dress that's right he didn't like the dress Mm -hmm. and then he spilled wine on it and then she texted meredith oh gosh we're gonna miss the surprise for your husband gotta go change my dress and then to meredith he's like well she wanted a massage so she couldn't be bothered to come to your husband's party on time just just oh stuff like that gets me but yeah so he makes sure she doesn't have people she can trust so that you know and the other people i'll report to him and it's just terrible and this is one other sidebar too about her being sneaky because obviously she has to be yeah um i don't think it's really changed anything so she actually another time was super sneaky and went to some like doctor off-site like at like a planned parenthood like yeah. situation to have an iud placed yeah. mm-hmm. so that she wouldn't get pregnant because she knew that he wanted a boy so bad and she didn't want to have any more children with him yeah, but like she, she can't trust any of the doctors because he always knows somebody up there somewhere that owes him that he can manipulate so she knew she couldn't go to her regular doctor or any normal doctor so crazy shit and he had said if you get pregnant and it's not a boy you're gonna abort it which yeah. is the other thing like yep yes like right. it's not right yeah. um so yeah so 
there's a lot going on for Daphne. There's a lot. So much going on for Daphne. <laughs> so much is happening with Daphne. So she goes ahead and um, kind of plays into Amber's thing. She starts enabling Amber. Yes. So yeah. when Amber thinks she's getting all these wins, she is, but it's because Daphne's allowing and enabling them mm-hmm. in most situations. That's yes. why Daphne starts inviting her to more stuff. Mm-hmm. Starts incorporating her with Jackson more. Yeah. Tells tells him, um, tells her kind of details about Jackson. Yeah. That she thinks she's kind of just funny. You know, and she kind of like, she offhands them. Like, mm-hmm. he likes the stuff and I don't understand. Right. And then Amber researches it and yeah. then knows about it. And then Jackson thinks Amber's interesting and that they have common ground. Yeah. When really it's just more manipulation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and once she can tell they're fucking all the time. She's like, all right, I need to change my appearance now. Like, as Amber's changing her appearance for the better, right. Daphne's purposely changing her appearance for the worse. Yeah. Like, he goes, they're, when they're in Paris or when he's out of town at some point, mm-hmm. she, like, gorges herself on, like, everything that she's not allowed to eat. Yeah. And all the sugar on, candies and yeah. oh, cookies. Like, everything, cookies, Twinkies, anything she can get her hands on. Yeah. You know, she's just, like, stuffing her face. And then when he comes back, he's, like, looks at her food journal and he's just like, I guess you're just getting old. Or well, whatever. he found a baked potato. <laughs> oh, yes. that's right. That was it. You ate a baked potato. <laughs> he said, you need to eat sweet potatoes, not baked potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm sorry, I'm so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because she had to, like, hide all of her trash, too, and, like, take it yeah. to, like, a separate thing so that, like. Because he looked. He looks through the trash because he's yeah. that much of a psychopath. So, yay. So, yeah. So, it's, it's like, such a re- – it's horrible when we realize what Daphne's been living with. Yeah. But it's such a relief when we realize that she's not just being, like, totally taken advantage of by Amber. Right. And then you just really want it to work. But that's when you realize, like, what Susie referenced before, when they have their, like, conversation before they sleep together in the apartment where Amber's, like, saying all this shit that's not true mm-hmm. to Jackson about yeah. Daphne. You know, like, she doesn't even want a child with you, right. and she doesn't find you sexually desirable. Right. Like, she could get him her killed, like, yeah. and she doesn't even understand yeah. that he, you know, and Daphne lives in fear of waking up with a gun in her mouth. Yeah. Because he does it. He does it. He does it repeatedly. Yeah. It's just part of their life is when he feels like he needs to assert control, mm-hmm. the gun comes out. Yeah. And she's terrified of the gun coming out. And even Amber found the gun at one point when she was sneaking through Daphne's yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it has the initials YMB on it, which was the same as the Christmas present he gave to Daphne. The necklace. Which we, yes. Yes. Sidebar. Sidebar, yes. And so, ooh, we'll get to that. So, is it sad that I knew exactly what that was when they said what the initials were? No, go ahead. I did not. Go ahead and say what it is. You're my bitch. Yep. (laughs) Just made me laugh. Sorry. And Daphne had to save face when she saw Amber and she was like, oh, it's. He said like it was. He actually he said it was like oh it's her great aunt blah 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 like that yeah. she's close with yeah. you know because kids are like what's that mean yeah. you know yeah innocence of children oh let's take a sidebar for the turtles here too turtle oh. time do you know oh basically um <laughs> I don't remember how but did she like the turtles she hated them oh well, I know she hated the glass oh. turtles but I don't remember how the turtles became a thing when she was little. She or her sister had a pet turtle, mm-hmm. and it, like, bit her so hard that her, like, finger almost came out. Like, it was a big deal. Like, she had to go to the hospital, I think, and so she was traumatized by turtles. And it wasn't – it's kind of – it's a funny thing to think you're traumatized by turtles, <laughs> but it's not funny to her. Like, she's legit traumatized because when she was little, it attacked her. 
And it's not funny if you ever see a snapping turtle because they're terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're gigantic. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. And but... they will take your finger off. So yes. he purposely bought her these crystal turtles to torture her, just like he also bought her expensive gifts every time he assaulted her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, here's this, you know, <laughs> and, diamond and... bracelet or necklace because I own you and you're trash, but here yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. He tells services. her that she's trash all the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just buys her necklaces with initials like "You're my bitch." Yeah, you know, like just like little things to let yeah. you know your place. So, yeah. um, yeah. And then when Amber gets her the crystal turtle, I can only imagine what her face looks like. Yeah. But Amber's like, la la la, I did so good. Right. <laughs> I saw these all over your house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a reason. It's because it's his constant reminder. Yeah. That he owns Daphne. Yeah. Yep. Um. And and he, that he finds joy in things that bring her terror. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Marriage. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I basically, this is, the end of the book is where we're coming to. Yeah. Where Daphne's basically set free from her relationship with Jackson. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, for the first time in a long time, has almost a power position because he has to ask her for a quick divorce. And he doesn't want her to take her for everything that he's worth. Right. Right. And I don't think she would have been able to do that anyway just because of Jackson. But he's willing to make it quick and easy mm-hmm. so that he can quickly marry Amber. Yeah. And he still gave her a lot of money, too. I can't remember what it was. But he gave her a lot of money. Yeah. He definitely, but, like, she had a good little, like, fun to, like, disappear if she could to some degree. Yeah. Um, And then this is when she presents him with the background stuff, I think, that she has on Amber, right? Uh, once he's married, I think. I think it was after the baby was born as well. Yeah, it might have been. Because when she they got married, like, she was, like, popping. Like, she yeah. was about to have oh, the baby yeah. any day kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, yeah, she comes to his office, and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> right, like, I've divorced <laughs> Gives you. Gives her all the stuff. Yeah, so she's like, here's my background evidence on your new wife. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you want to talk about that? Like, the actual, what the evidence is? No, you what? Okay. I, I remember some of it. Like, I okay. Of, but I just feel like tried I'm this before. Manipulate. Manipulizing. Monopolizing. Are you drinking the conversation? Drink? I'm water, sadly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, back in her hometown. And throughout her story, she kind of drops hints about it. But we don't. I don't think we learn about it until um, Daphne gets the information. Right. Which she, um, she was friends with the girl that was daughter – the daughter of like the rich lady in town and that lady was like uh-uh you're not gonna be friends with my daughter and made her leave and then lo and behold that daughter had a very pretty pretty handsome brother mm-hmm. and so she's like okay well i'm just gonna get married to your stupid son and f you and all that stuff um problem was the son was seeing somebody else mm-hmm. <laughs> so i believe they did have a relationship in real life mm-hmm. not just her lies and then um, she had a baby, mm-hmm. and then she was mad because he wouldn't leave the other girl and said, oh, well, you raped me, and she got him put in jail mm-hmm. for rape. And then I don't remember how it came up, but then now she has a warrant out for her arrest because she, they know that she lied about the rape, but I don't remember. Well, he also got beaten brutally in jail and was now, like, paralyzed from, like... That's the waist right. down. That's right. So they and his now ex girl. Well, his the previous girlfriend is now his wife, and she was like from Pursue's family, and they're basically raising yeah. her son because she just like straight abandoned her son yeah. and family. And I think her mom, she had a diary that she kept of all the things that she did, 
mm-hmm. and her mom, who was, like, super religious and, like, just not, didn't sound like the greatest family, found the journal basically admitting to all the shit yeah. that she did. And she turned it into the police, which cleared his name. Right. And that's how the warrant came out for her arrest. Totally forgot about that. And, like, throughout the book, she is very careful to not have any pictures taken of her. Yep. She doesn't want to be on, like, the company website. When they're at the event, she's careful to make sure she's not in any photographs. Yeah. She freaks out because, like, like, a side profile picture of her gets published in one of the events because she's so scared of someone recognizing her. Yeah. In a paper. And then being able to, one, blow her cover and, two, like, bring her to justice. Right. For the warrant. Right. So now that... Daphne has all of this. This is now that she has this, she's really in the power position. And she goes to Jackson, shows him everything. He's Mm -hmm. furious. Yeah. And she says, basically, I get full custody of our kids. You clear my name with the mental um, institution institutionalizing, you know? Yeah. Um, You clear my name on all of that. And you never come near me again. And, and no one needs to know about this, you know, and also I have copies. So if anything happens to me, it gets out without you, you yeah. know, and he agrees to it because of the position he's in mm-hmm. and is very upset. Yes. And this is the point where I think Daphne has won yes. and she can just walk away. <laughs> she has money. I think we, we have differing opinions on this, but I like your opinion too. So I'm, well, you they, go and then I'll go. And just because <laughs> she's now, she's, she's safe. She's free. She's yes. free from this man. She's moving with her mom to California. Or she's moved with her mom to California. She's now told her mom also of all the things right. that happens. And her mom knows, like, no, I don't hate you. And that's why I cut you out of my oh life. My like, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, that she did it to protect her mom. so bad. Yeah, I can't And imagine. the times he made her call her mom and be like, well, my kids don't want you. They want their babysitter instead. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They anyway. don't want you to come visit. They don't want you at Christmas and yeah. this. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, they're good. So, they're good. <laughs> they're good now. So, then Jackson goes home to amber yeah and shows her what he knows yeah and this is when is this when the gun comes out i don't I think remember. so yeah the, the gun comes out yeah and suddenly amber is and i think there'd been a couple of things where amber had already seen the he started he, the, he started the food journal on her already yeah yeah so he started that and she was like what the fuck you know and she'd also like noticed when she was working for him that like she made a big stink about, like, Daphne not balancing the checkbook and all this stuff. And she found out that, like, he had full control of everything. And yeah. so, like, she starts to learn, like, well, I want to do this. And he's like, no. You know what I yeah. mean? And you're going to go to these things. So he started exerting that kind of control already over her. Yeah. Um, and then he brings this up and he's, like, livid. And I think he brings it up when they're in bed, maybe. And that's when the, the gun comes out and he admits it to her. I don't remember. Maybe. They're in bed. I don't know. I don't remember. That's when the gun for sure comes out. Well, yeah, definitely. But I don't, yeah, I don't remember if, because he did that with Daphne a couple times too. Like they would have a thing and then he would let her go to sleep and then wake her up in the middle of the night. It's more ter- so that terrifying. Have been, yeah. It's very terrifying. It's terrifying either way. But yeah, I mean, because she's embarrassed him. Yeah. Like he is mortified. Yeah. Now he is at risk of people finding out all this horrible stuff. Yeah. And he thought Daphne was trash, but she didn't have some secret past that could really hurt him. Right. You know, but now if someone finds out that his wife has a warrant out for her arrest and that she's just some, like, nobody from somewhere. Like Oklahoma or something. Oklahoma or something. Right, some Midwestern place. Yeah. That he does not approve of. You know, like, he's just so mad. So. Although, it does give him something to hold over her instead of waiting until he can pretend that she's got mental illness or something. That's true. He doesn't need to fake institutionalize her. Well, because with Daphne, like, he thought she was trash and she just lived, like 
where'd she live like not new hampshire it was like connecticut connecticut yeah, yeah it was co- connecticut <laughs> but like he idolized daphne because he molded her into the woman he wanted her to yeah. be she was like perfection in his mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah so basically this is where i think we have a happy ending of this book amber's gotten her just desserts yeah. Not that I think that any woman should be basically imprisoned. But I will say but it was funny when she, she pissed herself in the sheets. Oh, yeah. When the gun came out, she definitely pissed herself. I forgot about that. Oh, it was wonderful. It was like she really like saw like a bit of terror and it's like this is just the beginning. Like, yeah. Right. This like, is an angry Jackson. Yeah. You know. This is your life. You know. And so she's realized that she really messed up um, and that she's now subject to all this. Like she got the life that she wanted so badly. Yeah. But she just didn't understand what it was. And that it was horrible. Yeah. And Daphne is free. But yeah. that is not where this book leaves us. No, it's not. The book continues. Yes. Suze, so, do you want to talk about it or do you want me to talk about it? Um, I'll give my point of view and then you can give yours. Okay, go. Because I, I, I think yours would be good to end on. <laughs> the <laughs> we'll microphone attacked my boob. Um, so she comes back to New York, which when at first when she comes back, I'm like, why are you here? Don't come back. And then she meets the guy who his is his assistant, um, which Amber actually hired, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, male um, assistant. A male assistant. But he happens to have a sister also, or a family member that died from cystic fibrosis for reals. So they got to be really close when they worked on Julie's Smile together. So I don't really know exactly what, you know, but somehow they know that he's been committing fraud. Fraud. He's been, like, embezzling for yeah. the company or something. Yeah. So they've been working with, whatever, the FBI. It is the FBI. The, <laughs> the FBI to put a case together against him. And I understand because I think I would I think I think would do this. She wants to be there. She wants to see his face when this happens. And he walks in and he's like, what the hell are you doing here, you piece of trash? Go away. And then the FBI walk in and they're like, okay, well, you're under arrest. And both of them work together to get you in there. I, I get Ashley's point of view that she's going to get, but I also get that, like, I would want to see that fucker's face, like – I'm the one that has control now, bitch. Like, I'm the one that put you in jail. Yeah. And she also goes to see Amber afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And basically lets her know what's up. Like, you're going to have nothing. Like, yep. congratulations. Which I'm sure he'll be, like, you know, his prison will be, like, inside the house. But still, it's not better being confined in a house with an angry, abusive husband. It would be worse for her. Yeah. <laughs> Super worse. I don't think he's going to go to just a house arrest. But, I mean, I mean, that's what... At some point, he could be. Yeah, you know. at some point. Here's my take on this. Yes. Why put yourself in danger? Why ever? You know, I mean, if she has this and this guy has flipped and the FBI is there, you know, watch it from your television at home or have him live, live stream it to you. Yeah. Like, why do you need to be there to see his face... And be like, I did it, you know, because <laughs> newsflash, really wealthy white men specifically don't normally go to jail forever. They go to jail for like five years at a place with tennis and then they get to go free again. And then they just start another company and everything's fine for them. It just turns out all right. Yeah. All right. So don't because when he gets out and he gets free and now he's been publicly ridiculed and he's lost all this stuff and he's just full of anger. Guess who he's coming for? It's you, Daphne. That is my fear. It's you and your daughters. You were free. You had your money. You had everything. But you had to come back and you had to be like, ha ha, Trump card. No, the Trump card is getting away with it and just being just being safe. I agree. That's it. That's it. But someone else brought something up interesting that I read this book to me. 
which is that, and I don't necessarily think this, but that, because it still doesn't matter that she's there for this at all, but the reason that we had the FBI storyline at all, or like whatever, is it was her way to protect Amber from Jackson, uh, hmm. because then he gets taken away, yeah. and Amber is doesn't get what she wants, but also right. isn't at risk of Jackson and his gun all the time. Right. Which I'm, I'm fine with the FBI taking Jackson away or whatever. Right. I think that's great. I don't want Amber to be in that situation either, even though she's obviously a horrible person. I just don't want anyone in that situation. But... Just don't don't go there yourself, ladies. Just don't do it. Just just let the FBI do their thing. Let him get taken away for fraud. You know, watch it from home. (laughs) Follow it in the newspaper and, you know, just live your life because that is your reward. Um, It's your freedom. But Susie disagrees. Susie wants to see his face. So I guess I that means to see that fucker's face. That Susie needs to hire an armed guard to live at her house. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the only way I w- I'd want to see his face that would, would be suck. definitely like a satisfaction point. Yeah. Would be if somehow like there was no way of hiding your involvement with the FBI. Like if it was going to come out in court yeah. that you were the one that helped get this information out there, and there was no way to have that protection from them. Yeah. Then yeah, sure. I'm going to see this moment go down. But if there's a way to have the offered protection where, like... She probably could have. The FBI is pretty good about it. Literally why they have witness protection. Yeah. So, like, that's (laughs) where I would rather have, like, been anonymous as to how this information got out. Because I would want to be safe with my kids and my mom and just try to live our life with, like, our few million dollars that we had. I do, but 12 years living in hell. Mm -hmm. Like, I I get that she wants her revenge. And she wants him to know... That she's the one that has control now. Yeah. I guess. I'm just afraid it. that 12 years later, she'll be doing it again. I mean, I know. But, I get it. But, you know. But maybe she be. can tell the truth to people about what he did. Right. I mean, that doesn't... I mean, he could get around that, but... Yeah. But, yes. It is very satisfying ending. Yes. It, it just made me then concerned that Daphne <laughs> wasn't safe again. Sure. And I was like, why would you do that? You have children <laughs> and, and a mom. You know? And so, but I... All in all, I love this book. I thought it was great. It was awesome. I just don't think that you should risk your safety <laughs> for revenge. Because then it might not be as sweet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think it would be priceless. Like, live stream it. It'd be great just to see his face. Put it on YouTube, you know, as he's getting cuffed over the table and they're reading him his rights and he's getting carried away in front of everyone. Sure. That's amazing. So, um, so yeah, let's rate this book. Somebody else go first. I'm going to say... a. 4.5. That's what I was going to say. 4.5. Me too. 4.5, you guys. <laughs> I really liked it. It was really, really good. Yeah. It was satisfying. It yes, was. it was. And it was horrible. I, I was real <laughs> angry the whole time. <laughs> I told you. I started <laughs> listening to it when I was at the gym and because I needed to. I'm like, I need something to get me through. They said this is going to make me mad. I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to listen to it while I'm working out. And like seven minutes in, I'm texting the girls like, what the fuck is wrong with Amber? <laughs> and I'm like 20, no, like an hour in, I'm like, I really want him to be a dick and Amber to end up with him on purpose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were like guessing way ahead. Of I was. Where I did. You were like, he's oh, he's awful, isn't he? He's a monster. I can tell he's a monster. And she's going to end up with him and it's going to be perfect. Yeah. She's like, Daphne knows and is playing her. I was like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say I was so, well, and it's one of those things where I don't know that I actually thought that, but I wanted that. And yeah. then when it happened, I was like, yes. Perfect. It's like, and that's why it's such a good book. Because at first you're just so mad, and you're yeah. so just like, you're like, why am I yeah. reading this? And then when you get to part two, and you're like, this is so much awful, oh my so gosh. much more awful than I imagined. Yeah. But then you're like, 
Ha ha! She knows. It's perfect. Like it's the perfect like revenge book. Yeah, and it's amazing. The and only so- thing that would have been better, not that not that it needs to be better. It was perfect, but I was thinking when I got to the end of the Amber part and I was like, I really want Daphne to be in on it. Somehow, if Daphne could have implanted the idea in Amber from the beginning, but then I started being like, that wouldn't make any sense. (laughs) But but I'm glad she found out when she did. That he was a monster? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no. Well, no, I'm glad she found out that Amber was the monster and then could hook him up. (laughs) Uh Yes, that was great. Yeah. Well, Thank you guys so much for joining us. Do you guys have any other closing thoughts that we haven't covered before we wrap this book up? I don't think so. No, just really liked it. It was so good. It was fun and angry and <laughs> it was a roller coaster. It was. It was, yeah. Lots and of so, twists and turns. Yeah. And so I hope that our next book is as compelling as well. So I've heard good reviews. Hopefully it is. So join us next month. Where we talk about A Court of Thorn and Roses by Sarah Moss, M-A-A-S. And uh, we will see you guys then. Thank you. Thank you.